Welcome back to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast, episode number seven. We got a lot to recap over the weekend. Biggest winners and biggest losers of the week. Our Triple Option wager loser. Then we got a few games to predict. Going to do the male or female again. Another segment of You Fired and What Is You Doing? Let's get into it, guys. I feel like we have a lot to recap over the weekend. Me and, me and Chris went to the beach, and we actually just got back today. You had lots of sun? Yeah, yeah. It was hot. <laughs> I mean, it can't be. I mean, it's 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 cooling down at least a little bit. Sure. One degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to take a couple breaks and watch some football and try to get out of the sun the best I could. This was actually the one weekend I just got to sit in the house and watch football most of the weekend. It was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I I tried to watch a little bit, but it is a little difficult when you have a one-year-old and he has to go to bed at a certain time. And at the beach, we don't have the accommodation like at home, and he could just sleep by himself, so he had to sleep with us. See, back in the day, in college, we have three TVs all across the wall, <laughs> all across the wall, got three different games going. We had the uh, three couches with the stadium seating in the, in the apartment. That's and how you we, do it. We had the setup, man. Man, that was the way to go. I kind of wish I had brought my second TV down. I've done that a couple times at my house now, but it, it's tough to watch a couple different games. There's so many good games, actually, this week, uh, this past weekend, at least. The, the PIP screen does not cut it. No. It's not good enough. Got to soak in as much football as you can right now because this is four weeks in the book, and that's a third of the college football season already over. Don't bring that depression into my life. <laughs> so uh, softball season's starting up again. Yeah, man, and I am sore. Are you? First game was Monday, so if any guys don't know, uh, us three, we play on a softball team together, church league. I am, I've been out on because IR. I'm old. Because I'm old and I tore my ACL yet again. Uh, I'll, I'll play again eventually, but the new season started. Yeah, First man. game was Monday. First game was Monday. We got a walk-off win. Got uh, David hitting a walk-off uh, hit. Got uh, three runs scored. It was fun. We had a good good, uh, good team to play against. Sometimes you get against teams that are just like way better than you, and that sucks, but this was a good matchup. I didn't play great. I got a couple couple hits. You know, it's, it's fun. Hey, you got. Hey, you got to win. So we got to win. We'll take a win whenever we can get it. Especially it, we are one and zero. It sounds like you don't need Chris or I anymore. So I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, I should be back next week. So hopefully, I still have a place on the team somewhere. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can find a spot for you on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move you down the lineup. You, you won't be clean up anymore. Got yeah, not the rust off first. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm telling you. We went and b- had batting practice on Sunday, and it is crazy how much just swinging a bat a bunch of times will work out your core. My core is so, like, my back, my side muscles, and my abs are just so sore from swinging a bat that much. But 
Your what is sore? My core. And what? My my back, my abs, and my side muscles. Oh, your abs. Okay, yeah, my abs. abs. <laughs> yes, my abs. <laughs> so, anyways, if you want a good core workout, go swing a baseball bat about 100 times. So, what, what games do you guys want to dive into? Anything stood out you guys want to talk about? Well, did you guys see the at least the end of the Tulsa-Houston game? <laughs> I just thought it was, I mean, you know, not great teams or anything. The uh, Tulsa team taking a fake knee and then running for like 25 yards. And then they ended up, this was like 30 seconds left or less. I've seen somebody else do that before, but I can't remember who. Well, they did. It was like a kind of a Statue of Liberty. Like, you know, he, he fake kneed it and then he ran to the right and he handed it off to somebody and they ran the other direction. But then they had a long pass for a touchdown to beat Houston. Uh, and I think they came back. Houston was whooping them. It was like that fake play that I can't remember who did it, but they they told the refs to watch his hand for the for the punt. Y'all remember that he 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 like kind of no. put his head hand to his face, and the, everybody else thought that he was just fair catching it. The whole opposite team thought he was fair catching it. He didn't fair catch it. And he ran he ran for a touchdown. Is that the North Texas against Arkansas last year? Yeah, that uh, sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Yep, that's yep. right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, anyways, they won the last final seconds. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. So they were down. 28 to 14 at halftime. Yeah, we had some some pretty uh some pretty good comebacks this weekend. Yeah, I did not watch this game, but I saw that UCLA came back and and uh ended up winning. Oh, that they was, finally won a game? Uh, yes, they won a game. They were down 17 to 49. And they came back and won 67 to 63 or something. Who'd they play? Washington State. Oh, that's right. The quarterback threw nine touchdowns. Yep, the fighting Mike Leeches. Apparently they have an offense and no defense. I was going to leave them for another section. <laughs> that's fine. We can but, bring them back but up. But no, that that was a crazy I, – I, you know, I watched, I think, a, a little bit before I went to bed. But, you know, it's Pac-12. No, ain't nobody staying up that late. I, I kind of wish I would have stayed up to watch that game because that was insane. I just don't know how you – Pass for nine touchdowns and lose a game, a college football game. Just seems impossible. Yeah, they they uh, I I did some looking. They scored. They're down with uh, with four minutes left in the third quarter. They were down seventeen to forty nine, and uh, and then they scored three touchdowns in less than two minutes in the third quarter. <laughs> UCLA did. I, I don't know what happened to Washington State's D, but UCLA scored fifty in the second half. That's yeah, fifty in the second half. That, that, that's a Ton. I mean, I know this is Pac-12, but 50 points against a a ranked team is is a incredible amount of points scored. Hey, go Chip Kelly! You know we've had him on, on the "You Fired" segment too long, so he finally did something with his life. He listened to us. He did. <laughs> you talk about MSU Kentucky. We won. Sure. Hey, we won. I have nothing to add to that. But hey, go ahead. Our freshman uh, freshman quarterback looks pretty good. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna do well. I mean, he's he's not a star yet, but I, I can see him developing into one in uh, in the next couple of years. I don't know who's going to play this week against Auburn. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, am I the only one that thinks of the Ninja Turtles when you think of his name, Schrader? Sh- Shredder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was the only one until I brought it up. Yeah, the, yeah. I didn't think of that. Uh, the beard man. He, so he's back healthy, good to go. No, he. The other quarterback is the one that's hurt. Schrader was not one that was hurt. Schrader is the freshman that he he ended up playing. So the 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 senior Tommy Stevens did not play because he was hurt. Again. You know he was the one that got. But that's knocked. what I'm saying. Is Stevens will he be back next or this week? I don't know. 
I don't know. We'll find out. They keep saying he's day-to-day, so who knows? We'll find out. It'll be a tough game. So, But, uh, I, I mean, I was proud they pulled it out against Kentucky. Did y'all watch uh, the Florida-Tennessee game at all? Didn't watch much at all. It didn't no. seem like much it of a game. It wasn't much of a game. I think uh, I think Florida might be better off without Felipe Franks. And uh, anyway. I was going to say that. Yeah, that's the one thing it's, that I took away from that game. And also Tennessee is bad. <laughs> so, I mean, we not that we didn't know that before that. That was uh, it was a beating. Kind of came out uh, as we expected. You know, a pretty uh, pretty easy game for Florida, and and that's that's more experience for their backup quarterback. He, he you know he he can only get better as the season progresses, and maybe Florida can get back in the SEC East race. Florida's still undefeated, which he, is uh, surprising. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know what big games they have before they play Georgia. We'll find it. They find play out LSU. I, I don't know if that's before oh, yeah, Georgia that's right. or not, but that is definitely like that's their cross rival, cross conference. Uh, October fifth, they play Auburn, so that would be a pretty key matchup. Right. So they got they got a pretty tough schedule, and yeah, we'll we'll find out. I guess who they really are. That'll be that'll be a good game. I, I really feel It'll like Auburn and Florida will be game. very evenly matched. I think LSU will probably beat Florida pretty good, and Georgia will too. But you never know. I mean, even four weeks into the season, I'm I'm not even sure exactly who some of these teams are. I mean, you've got Alabama and Georgia that in LSU. They look great, but are they top-notch? And you've got all these teams like Auburn. Uh, I thought Texas A&M, I thought they, I thought they were kind of um, push, you know, knocking at the door at the top, but apparently they're not. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, Florida, you have Florida. Well, and you got some of these other teams, though, now that you know a little bit more about, but even like Wisconsin, you know, the Wisconsin game, they killed Michigan. I mean, just destroyed them. I think it was like 31 or 35 to nothing. You know, what do we really know about Michigan? I mean, they almost got beat by Army. So, really, what does that mean? I don't know that we really yeah, think, I think Wisconsin I is think that Lou good. Holtz called it. Lou Holtz called it. Michigan was trash. <laughs> he did call that. He did call it. So, and we know a little bit more about Notre Dame and Georgia, I think, which was. But what is it? Was Notre Dame better than we expected, or was did Georgia just show up late? Uh, I would say a little bit of both and and maybe Georgia's not as sharp as they can be in the, the rest of the, later in the season I also think that they really didn't do anything flashy they they just you know played hard-nosed football I, I want to see Jake Fromm throw the ball down the field and that just didn't happen Notre Dame I mean Notre Dame played pretty good defense I mean they held him in check so they uh, it was a lot better matchup than I thought expected it because I think a lot of people saw Georgia just dominating that game from first to fourth quarter and it was actually a very very tough yeah, even that's, match. that's what I said last week I, I mean my score was a little like a, a little bit off but I, I said it's gonna be closer than people think it is just because everybody thought Georgia was gonna blow them out I mean they were 14 point favorites and uh it did, really didn't happen it may have been closer at the end than it really was it, it was an interesting game to watch I, I actually stayed and watched it till the end. I didn't think I would. So, yeah, I mean, it's a t- it's top ten win for Georgia, but I, I just wasn't as impressed as I thought I would be. They had all everything was in place for them to have a big game. It was a night game. Everybody's watching them. They and got to flash their little LED lights. Yeah, the new lights they have. That they, was pretty cool. I kind of, I kind of. Alabama had them first. Really? Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, that's what. Light. That's my theory of why Nick Saban's been so ticked off about the the time is that he had those in 
before anybody, but he hasn't had a chance to show those off. That's a huge recruiting tool, in my opinion. But he hasn't had a chance to to show them off because he hasn't. You know, they haven't had oh, a boo hoo. Yeah, they haven't had a uh, night game. <laughs> Give me a daggum break. We uh, th- those are actually at our uh, baseball stadium, and I-, I didn't know that Alabama had them, but they do them at our baseball stadiums. So, like when somebody hits a home run, they go crazy with it. I th- I think that's really cool, and I'm sure everybody's gonna start doing that now. Well, yeah, but I saw the the video of it, and those kids are trying to warm up with those lights flashing and all kinds oh, yeah. of stuff. I'm like, I mean, they, I could, they've I already done do it at that. like basketball stadiums because I guess you can do it in an inside stadium like that. But uh, I have never seen it on that big of a field, so that was that was cool to see. Yeah, I think you'll see everybody going and doing that now. Uh, real quick, I, a takeaway from LSU: they the offense is looking great, but their defense gave up thirty-eight to Vanderbilt, which w- really surprised wow. me. I, I I thought, you know, the sixty-six offensive points didn't didn't surprise me as much as giving up thirty-eight. I thought thought they would have been able to keep Vanderbilt in check and maybe you know. 21 points tops but I was thinking more more in like the the teens of points but kind of makes me wonder if their offense is going too fast that their defense is now um is they're getting gassed because they're on the field so much because their offense is scoring so quick and that's the thing about Alabama that's what I feel about Alabama's going to score so quickly that their defense is going to get tired and it's not going to last you might see that with LSU maybe that's why the Big 12 has terrible defenses yeah I mean Uh, Alabama LSU is going to be you know, you would think that's going to be a low-scoring game, but with the way their offenses are playing, it could be a shootout. But I, I just have a feeling that when we get get to that game, oh, we still have a month for that. <laughs> well, yeah, well, whenever we get to that game, I, I, for some reason, I feel like both teams might might slow it down a little bit and be a little bit low, lower Maybe. scoring than we think. Uh, you want to talk about Auburn, Texas A and M? Sure. What's your take? What was your take on that game? Auburn is good. I guess A and M A and M is not the team that we we I think a lot of people thought they were in Auburn. Well, well, Auburn. yeah, because I picked them to beat Clemson. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so obviously. Well, I picked them to like win like nine or ten games, and yeah, then, I remember you saying they would yeah. they would be the team to beat Alabama. Yeah, I did do that. That's not happening. Uh, I mean, you know, they still they still could just pull off a big upset, but. You know, normal picking is they're not going to beat Alabama, but they were just not, they didn't look as sharp. I mean, it's, this is at home, and Auburn just took it to them and just, you know, it wasn't like a brutal beating or anything. They just scored on them. So, what, what, what happened over there? Sorry, I got some videos playing that apparently uh, are playing noise <laughs> on my computer. Uh, I heard a little bit of something. I, I don't know. What's your take? What was your take I, on it, Chris? I thought Auburn was very conservative, I, They but they did what they needed to to win. Uh, A&M. I feel like A and M has the talent. They were at home. I, I just thought they were going to play it a lot. I I, th- I thought they were going to play it a lot closer. The the score was probably closer than the game actually was. But I, I just still not not really impressed with Auburn. A good team, just very conservative. And I and I feel like they're going to run up. Eventually, they'll run into t- some teams that their defense can't win the game for them. And I mean, you say that, but you don't know. I'm going to eat my words. I. This is a top 10 Auburn team. I I mean, they played very well. I will say this. I'm on the fence with Bo Nix. He's good. Here's what's smart about Gus Malzahn is his play calling. He makes sure that Bo never got into any trouble. It was always an RPO. Most of it was an RPO or a dump, very quickly dump to uh, a running back or a quick slant, anything like that. There were a handful of plays where Bo had to sit in the pocket and survey the field, but it's not often. I will give that to Gus Malzahn, making sure that Bo did not get into any pressure 
at the beginning of the game well, and made sure that he he did did what he needed to do. Well, and you talk about being conservative and Gus take, giving him good play calls. I mean, they got up quick, and and that's a big part of it. And if they can do that consistently, and you know their defense is going to be good. I think they're probably one of the best, if not the best, in the SEC right now. So if if they can if you can hold the other team intact and just kind of get ahead and just coast. That's what Gus wants to do. He wants he wants to run the ball, and sl- just milk the clock and and uh, milk yards out of you rushing the ball. So the, exactly exactly what you just said. I'm, Bo Nix is not wowing me, but I do think he's the quarterback that Gus Malzahn wants. He can run the the RPO and they the, with their you defense. Calling him a game manager, exactly game manager. He is, but I mean he can run. He can do the 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 read option, which is is huge. That he. Gus Melzon has to have the guy that can run the read option and at least be somewhat accurate with passes, whether it's the short ones or the long ones. I, I haven't seen him really be able to throw the long the long pass accurate. But with their defense, like you said, with their defense, if they get up early, they're just going to run that read option, short passes, move the chains, chew the clock, and, and they're going to win a lot of games that way. But if, if LSU's offense is for real, Alabama's offense is for real, if the teams like that, they get ahead of them early and they're playing from behind, I don't think Bo Nix can pass their way back into the game. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree. That's not happening. Our biggest winners and biggest losers of the week. Who wants to go first with their biggest winner? Or winners. Plural. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> I have some winners. I'm going to go to the NFL and go with uh, backup QBs. You know, <laughs> QB health last week. We're going to go with backup QBs this year, this week. I got four that I, I came up with that played pretty well and got their team's wins. You got Kyle Allen, who played really good for the Panthers. And Cam Newton better watch out. <laughs> I don't know that he's that good. They were playing Arizona, but he played really well. Daniel Jones got the win for the Giants. Uh, shout out to Chris. He, he's gonna he's gonna never let us forget that he called Daniel before, Jones. Before you go on, that that was actually my winner was Daniel Jones. I might try and find another one. Quick stat: Daniel Jones or the Giants were down by 18 points. His record is one and zero, down 18 points. Do you guys know Eli Manning's record being down by 18? <laughs> o and forty four. He is O and forty four. To be fair, most people are gonna be like <laughs> O and something too. But that, that that was it. Carry on. <laughs> uh, in other words, Eli is terrible. I wouldn't say he's terrible. He's not good. I think he's washed up. I, I he was he was good when he needed to be at times, and the rest of the time he was. Eh. Yeah. Anyways, does, so, he, do, does anybody else think that Daniel Jones looks exactly like Eli? He, he just looks like a <laughs> yes. younger Eli Manning. He, he plays just like a younger Eli Manning. You know, I haven't watched him enough. I tell you what, though, when I was watching Sunday, I don't know if you've paid attention at all, but Josh Rosen, I tweet actually tweeted about it. He's, his like normal face just looks like a dumbfounded Eli Manning to me, if you look at it. And I don't know how to look at Daniel Jones, but I thought Josh Rosen looked like him too. Just kind of like a stupid looking face i don't know why i think that but yeah no i mean i just thought he looked you know not not just his looks but i mean his build and his 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 play like when eli was younger he was tossing it around 
and you know a serviceable quarterback and I think Daniel Jones can at least be that he, maybe he's better maybe he's not but a, a lot of people have retracted their statements of uh, you know Daniel Jones being a, too high of a pick and uh, we'll see how that goes it's only one game but you know he's at least giving New York some some flashes and and some hope I guess especially with Saquon Barkley going down for yeah. what Six weeks, six maybe or eight weeks. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to pick up Wayne Gallman right now, so I'm crossing my fingers that on waivers I'll have him tomorrow morning. So my other two that I had on here were Teddy Bridgewater, and and really he, he played okay. I mean the Saints defense just uh, destroyed, and then Gardner Minshew. Who did Teddy Brid- Bridgewater play for? The Vikings. No, uh, well, so he b- used to before, play for bef- uh, in college, Louisville. Louisville. That's what I thought. That's what so you got two two big Louisville quarterbacks with Lamar Jackson and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, of course I guess he's a backup, but still he was he was really good for the Vikings when he played for them a couple of years ago before he got his leg destroyed. Mm. Yep. What you got, Chris? All right, so mine's going to be a little bit different, but I I have unexpected undefeated NFL teams. I've got the Bills at three and zero, the Forty ers at three and zero. And if you want to toss it in there, the Lions are two zero and one, so they're te- they technically haven't lost. They have that tie. undefeated. And yeah, so I just I mean that to me, it I, those are teams that I just did not expect to have winning records, much less you know being undefeated. And but we'll we'll definitely find something out about the Bills next week because I believe they play the Patriots, so that should be that should be a good game. I I think Josh Allen is he I th- he's wild he's a wild quarterback. I guess he. He's going to turn the ball, maybe like a Brett Favre. He's going to turn it over, but he's going to have some flashy plays. And and the Bills' defense is legit, so is the Patriots. So that that's probably going to be a low low scoring game and a turnover here or there. Uh, but you know, by, by the defense is going might you know surprisingly might uh, be the difference in that game. They, they were terrible last year, I believe. I, I don't know what the, remember what their record was. I mean, maybe they won three or four games. I'm guessing but, uh, they've got that defense straightened out, like you said. And, and uh, Josh Allen. He's something. He, he he's making things happen for him. And then yeah, like you said, the Forty ers That's a good call. Like I said, mine was Daniel Jones and uh, taking over, and winning, coming back by eighteen. But my other one is Pittsburgh beating the n- former national champions. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You know that's uh, <laughs> we talked about it last week with them versus Penn State. Pittsburgh's not a bad team. Um, no, I not mean, at all. You, you you saw how good UCF was when they destroyed Stanford. I mean, Stanford's not any good, but still, they destroyed them. So, Pittsburgh uh, has got something going right now. And they could have won last week if they would have ran that same play. <laughs> they uh, should have, exactly. Trying to kick a field goal. But I, I, was, I was glad to see that, that happen. That, that that felt really good because now we don't have – the, the, the rest of the year we don't have to hear from Central Florida and, and the media – you know, complaining they deserve a shot in the Kirk playoffs. Curb Street trying to get on the bandwagon. It's it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> you got any more, Matt or Chris? Any more winners? Nope. Nope. All right, let's jump into uh, the biggest losers. I got a list. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no. Who, one of y'all start. One of y'all start, and I'll just so that. All right. So I've. I, I'm just going to take it. I, what I think is probably the easier one. Michigan, just in general. Not only do they lose, but they. Got dominated. They looked horrible. Harbaugh overrated. I just don't. Absolutely. I don't. Yeah, I was telling you on the way here because on the way back from the beach, I didn't know what his buyout was. I had to look it up. It's $12 million. I mean, it's not a cheap buyout. It's Michigan. They can pay whatever they want. Well, and they might get lucky. There's rumors that he wants to go back to the NFL. So if he leaves for the NFL, they're free from that buyout. 
and that will save them. So that's that's an interesting uh, situation there. Yeah, I think this has got to be probably his last year, no, almost no matter what. I mean, th- he just hasn't made anything happen there, and they're looking pretty terrible. I'm thinking if he can get anything in the NFL, he's going to take it because right now he's just embarrassing himself, and the longer he stays there, he he's just going to embarrass himself more. If he gets fired, that's that's not good for your resume. His best bet is to try to get out as soon as possible and take any head coach job in the NFL that he can find. I'm going to go with at least my first big, first biggest loser is Arkansas. I, losing to San Jose State, paying I forgot about that one point eight. Five million or whatever for San Jose State, who won one game last year, and they come in there to Arkansas. I think Nick Starkle threw five picks. Uh, just it's just embarrassing. Like yeah, I saw Tennessee got a better deal. They they had to pay they they paid less than a million for their loss against uh, Georgia nine hundred fifty thousand Georgia I State. I don't remember. Yeah, Georgia State. Yeah, Georgia State. So just embarrassing. They're they're so bad. I mean they they are. I mean it'd probably be between them and Tennessee for the bottom of the SEC, and they are way below Tennessee, I think. I said Arkansas was going to be winless. You did. You called it. And you are very right. I can't believe they won the games that they did. They are, ooh, they are bad. And I don't I don't, I don't see how Chad – what's his name? Chad. The quote – I don't remember. I think his name was Chad, but I can't remember the last name. Anyways, I don't <laughs> see how he keeps it. I don't, I don't know. Chad Smith. His name is Chad Smith. I'm sure of it. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Google it for the love. <laughs> hey, I can't think of it. From S- he's from SMU. Chad Morris, right? Is Morris, right? Morris, <laughs> like Zach Morris from Save the Bell, Save by the Bell. There we go. I remember that now. Anyways, I, I don't see how he that's l- how relevant Arkansas is. We can't even name their coach. So. Exactly. Exactly. I, I only got it because you said it. He's from SMU. Yeah. He'll probably last this year just because they're going to give him another year, and he he came into a kind of a terrible situation. But well, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Arkansas didn't have very many coaches to choose from. That's true. It, it was it was a uh, a lot of people looking for coaches that year. Well, what's next? You've got a list of them, so let's hear it, Matt. <laughs> I got a list. Uh, I just had UCF on here. The other one that I had. That was really surprising to me. Maybe I'll even notice. North Carolina, North Carolina lost to App- Appalachian State after they go and beat Miami. Uh, they beat South Carolina first, and then they beat Miami, and then I think they lost. They lost a close one to uh, Wake Forest. That's who it was. Who's a pretty good team, but then they lost to Appalachian State. And it's like I told you to begin with. They got athletes, and they're going to win a couple games with Mac Brown because he's a good coach. But they're going to lose some games as they shouldn't, and that's uh, that's pretty rough losing Appalachian State. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to happen. First-year coach, he doesn't have his players there yet, so you're going to have some up and downs. And like you said, they already have the athletes there, so just athletes alone can win you some games, surprise a couple of people. But they're also going to have the letdowns like they did this week and a couple of weeks ago as well. I don't know if we covered this last week, but I'll go ahead and throw this in here for the biggest loser, uh, Antonio Brown. Yes, and his fantasy owners. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to be on the lookout because uh, O.J. Simpson had to drop him. And so he went from $30 million to $15 million to he made $150,000 for playing one week. But if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, does he get a Super Bowl ring? No. Because Brantley said no confidently. But Well, no, <laughs> because I'm I'm going to go with the Dabo Sweeney method. Uh, you leave this team, you get cocked off this team, no ring for you. It's just, to me, that that's the whole situation is just so sad. <laughs> It's so frustrating because he has 
all the talent in the world. I'm sitting here. I would love to play. <laughs> I would love to play the NFL and have the talent that he has. And uh, he's just a stupid idiot. He's not even gonna be playing anymore. He's not gonna play anymore. So I had to drop him. Yeah, nope. it's just really selfish. It's it's not like he has a. It's it's just it's just him. He, he's his ego has just taken over. It, he needs to see a, a shrink. He needs he needs to go go to counseling, and and get things taken care of. It. He's like you say. He's got the talent. He doesn't. He doesn't have a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction that I know of. So it's just him. Maybe, his maybe ego. he's bipolar. Yeah, I mean it's 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 something mental going on with him. I've got another loser. I don't I don't know if you have a ton on this. Might be on your list, but uh, Ole Miss at the end of that game and they they didn't get that touchdown. It didn't get challenged or Oof. reviewed. Yeah. Oof. And which I guess they thought that I guess they were out of timeout, so they couldn't call a timeout to get them to review, and and they couldn't wait. For them, for the the rest to stop it because the clock was ticking. They it was either try to get another playoff or or hope that they, that maybe they would. You know what they should have done? They should have been like Notre Dame and faked an injury. Mm-hmm. No, because uh, you get a ten second runoff like that. I'm pretty sure at the end of the game, don't you get a ten second runoff? That's not a penalty. Uh, I I still think you get a ten second runoff. You can't just fake. for injury for injury at the end of the game. If you don't have any timeouts, the clock's not. Are stopped. you sure that's not an NFL? I am. Yes. I am yes. <laughs> I am. I, I, I really am though. You, you can't do that because then people will be doing it all the time. You really anything clock stoppage like that. Yeah, I, I was watching that game on my phone. It was. I, I said the same thing. Some of my Mississippi State fan uh, brethren were kind of upset with me, but I was like, they have got to stop the play. I mean, this is this is people up in the booth because it's under two minutes, so they have got to be the ones to stop it. And you got to stop and look at it. The, the dude literally marked the ball. Two inches. It wasn't a half yard. It was like two inches away from the goal line. And I don't know how he could have been and that how they sure. Spot, if I, I don't, I don't know how refs spot the ball, but I assume, I assume it's the Neither white. Do they? It's I. Well, yeah. Oh man, unbelievable. But I assume it's the white marking on the edge of the football. That's where they. That's where they put where their foot is. If that's the case, if it's two inches and they put the ball on that marking. It's over the it's over the goal line. No, I think I mean they I no they they just use their foot as kind of a, a guess. I mean it's all all a guess. They they use their foot to try to line up where the other referee is because because you have to put it on that you'll put it on if it's outside the hashes they have to put it on the hash to start the play, and so the line judge I guess he marks it with his foot and the other referee tries to line that up. So it's that's why a lot of times when it's a when it's a cl- like when they have to bring the chains out, you see it really close to the to where the play ended because they don't want to have that that error happen from from placing the football to where this guy's got his foot and the other guy has his foot. So I, I don't know that that was just were those Pac-12 officials? I think they were. I think yeah, so. I think they were too. And and I think there's been some issues with Pac-12 offici- officials this year having some some trouble uh, with games. And I don't know it. That was just. You just got you got to stop the game. It's something that close, that crucial. Yeah. Uh, really, I think he had a really good view on it, and he probably had the right call. But but you got to make sure. And and in your old Miss, I mean, they did kind of the best with what they got, and it wasn't a very good QB sneak. But they were rushing like crazy, so this yeah. kind of sucks. You know, I'm okay with old Miss loss. Yeah. I guess the only downfall is if they stop it, they stop the play to to review it, and it's short. Then Ole Miss got a free timeout, and you're going to have Cal. But it's true. So you got to kind of be sure about that, but still. But uh, that's the definition of why they have the review is for, t- you know, scoring plays, turnovers, 
game deciding plays like like that was. I mean, they still would have had to get the two point conversion, but that's still that's and also back to your that. ten off ten second runoff. I think that's only if it's a penalty. Okay, it's I'm gonna research. I think it and come you back research and tell you under cool. two. I, I, for NFL, for sure, I know if it's under under two minutes, um, you have to use a timeout as a, t- a ten second runoff. Uh, I, I saw that happen a couple a couple times this weekend. Not sure about college. Cause it seems like you just don't see that in college as much. I, and it could be the referees not wanting to make any calls, like game changing calls at the end of a game. And that's gonna take. Oh, that's gonna take me a minute. Did you have more biggest losers? Nope. Real quick though. Um, I, I forgot to throw this out into winners. We we don't have to touch on this too long, but I did see this stat that the SEC has five top ten teams. No other conference has done that, and that this is the eighteenth time that the SEC has done that. So that's that's a pretty impressive stat. And I saw a Barstool Pac twelve Twitter handle put out a tweet that said, "I can't I can't fit SEC in my header." And then and then it's another tweet, and he says, "Okay, I got it." So I clicked on it to see what he did. And they put a bunch of trash bag, like trash, as his header picture. And I'm thinking, like, how how are you going to talk trash to SEC when they have five teams in the top ten? It, I don't know. It kind of bugged me. Yeah. I mean, I guess SEC's top heavy, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, it mean, is. It is. Outside of those five teams, nobody else is – I mean, everybody else is mediocre. be hoping to get bowl eligible. Yeah. Did you find anything, Matt? If a player injury is the only reason for stopping the clock with less than one minute in the half, the opponent has the option of a 10-second runoff. Oh, okay. Is that that is in college? Yes. Okay. NCAA okay. rulebook. Now for our triple option wager loser. How'd we do last week, Matt? So not so good. Well, at least for me. (laughs) It didn't work out. Michigan, you failed me. Yeah, I picked Michigan to be Wisconsin, and that turned out to be a terrible idea. Um, And then we all got A&M beating Auburn, so we were all wrong on that one. So... I am the loser this week, and we are y- y'all are at thirteen and six, and I'm at twelve and seven on the year. How'd Lou do? Two and three. Ouch! <laughs> he was right there with me. I was two and I'm three. Gonna, and y'all we'll have to talk to Lou about that. Yep, yep. So I am not unscathed anymore. Nope, not undefeated. So we got uh, some sriracha, chili, garlic, some cristal hot sauce, and some uh, Asian sour chewy candies here i'm really hoping for the asian chewy things and i really don't want that chili garlic stuff that chili garlic sriracha i am shuffling the cups karma finally got you i guess after you talked about how you run (laughs) skate i guess so three give me three Three. hot sauce at least it's not the chili garlic and it's not the whole thing since christopher advised would probably would probably die so It'll be half. I'm really not a spicy kind of guy. I don't have. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh no. man. What is the other stuff? Sriracha. Chili, sriracha. Garlic sriracha. I chili sauce. S- I don't even know what to expect out of that. It just sounds disgusting. That that stuff looks really thick. <laughs> this is. Uh, whenever you're ready, Matt. Mm. This is a lot of hot sauce. <laughs> I'm like I'm getting cringy just watching it. Just don't spit it out anywhere, so you don't. Because my wife is gonna be oh. ticked. Man, oh, don't smell it. Just, just you gotta go. Just with go it. for it. Just go for it. Oh, he needs God. some milk. Okay. 
Oh. Oh. He needs some milk. I do need some milk. So, Brantley, you lost once. I've lost twice, and Matt's lost once. Yep. Yep. I'm not losing next week. We should try doing it. We need to keep up with that. How how was it, though? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I I tried to down it as quick as I can, so I didn't taste as much of it. But it's gonna be burning for a little bit. That's how I tried to do with the with the syrup, and then it got me like just a couple seconds after. Yeah, I think I think that would be that's not the the right way to go about it. I think that's just gonna burn your throat and probably stick longer. I think it'd be easier just to take it like a like a drink, maybe. But then you know. get it all on your tongue, and you're gonna have that. T- no, no, I think you gotta down it. I don't see any tears, so well, yeah. A little hazy, a little hazy. I'm good. I, I'm good now. You're I think. good now. I'm good. All right. This week's top games of the week predictions. Uh, the the games are not great this week either. I mean, there's a couple of you know top team. There's not any good games in the SEC. There's a lot of, I guess, Pac-12 good games, but but not really. I say there may be some actually good, you know, close games. But yeah, the, the as far as top teams playing together, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't I didn't get to do much in depth of uh, good. Maybe you'll <laughs> lose, so I don't have to drink Cristal again. <laughs> First game, uh, Kansas State versus Oklahoma State. I got a I got Oklahoma State winning 35-24. K State, you know they beat us. They're pretty good. They they might give Oklahoma State a, a run for their money, but Oklahoma State played decent against Texas, and I think Texas is pretty good. So I'm gonna go OK State. Yeah, this game I, I was I didn't really know which way to go, but I'm I'm gonna go with the better offense, Oklahoma State. I got them 34 to 30. I, I think Kansas State might keep them in check, and they might Oklahoma State might be beat up a little bit against Texas or after playing Texas. I'm just gonna say that Oklahoma State's gonna. Edge one out. Kansas State is going to upset somebody big in the Big 12 this year. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Oklahoma State. I've got Oklahoma State as well. The next game, Virginia versus Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm not going with Virginia. It's uh, it's going to be Notre Dame. It's probably not even going to be close. I got 42-24 Notre Dame. I've got Notre Dame 28, Virginia 17. So I got Notre Dame winning. I, I, they had a hard hard game, so it's kind of at a letdown spot for them. And then then I saw Virginia struggle. I think it was Old Dominion they struggled with, but I, I just you don't I don't want to overreact to that. You have your down games, and I, I think Notre Dame will be able to to rally the troops after that that hard loss. And uh, I think they win by about ten. Old Old Dominion is upset city man. They upset Virginia Tech. I feel like they upset a couple other teams. They've been really close on on other teams. With the loss of Georgia, you. Kind of put that in the back of your mind. I uh, think it might still impact them a little bit, but I think Notre Dame take, takes care of business. I've got Notre Dame as well. You keeping up with these, Matt? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're all picking the same. I got it. Yeah, it's been the same so far. USC versus Washington. So originally I thought this was going to be a, a really top-notch uh, game. Both both teams could have been undefeated, but they both lost last week. Utah lost to USC in a close one. And then what you know what we talked about Washington State having a horrible second half and getting uh and UCLA came back and beat them on that one. I've got well, this is Washington, not Washington State though. Washington State, yeah, that's who uh, that's who UCLA came back on. We're talking we're 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 picking USC versus Washington first, then we're going Washington State Utah. Are we not? Yeah, we're picking USC versus Washington. 
Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess so that, Chris is really prepared for this. So I, no, I mean, I, I at least know uh, I, I got these two, these two, uh, two down. I've got Washington thirty-four, USC twenty-four. I, I just don't know what to think about USC. They have the, they have the talent to beat anybody, but they're just so inconsistent. You never know. Well, and and they're down to what their second or third string quarterback now. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. They they got that third string quarterback. I have no idea if he'll be back. You know, the first one towards ACL. The second one got hit in the first play. That was, uh, you know, we didn't talk about that one. That was one I had on my recap. But Utah-USC, that was a fun game to watch. I watched that Friday night. You know, Utah really should have won that game, but they just couldn't stop the deep ball. That that quarterback, that third-string quarterback, all he did was just throw it deep all night, and Utah could not stop it. So they had big plays. What you got, Brantley? Who did you pick? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I want to go Washington. <laughs> Third thing, quarterback, he was pretty good, but he's not that good. I think Washington pulls it out. I, I hate to continue with the same picks, but I've, I mean, I've got Washington as well. I mean, USC is good. They're, it wouldn't surprise me if they upset Washington on this one, or if it's even considered an upset. I, like I said, they're so inconsistent. One one week they they show up, and it's their it's the talent. They need a coach. Um, I was about to say, I think I think it's the coaching, the coaching aspect. Uh, next game, here we go. This. Washington State versus Utah, Chris. <laughs> Which it kind of ties into the the game before. Like I said, U- Utah and Washington State uh, should could have been undefeated, and this would have been a really huge Pac-12 matchup. Utah lost a, a close one to USC, and Washington State had a horrible second half and, and lost uh, to UCLA. Utah's running back got hurt in, in the game last week, and he is a big part of their offense. Utah still has a... a a fairly good defense, but I, I think Washington State finds a way to win 28 to 24. All right. I am not going to go that way. I, I think Utah has just had better defense. I watched them play USC, and they, they're physical. And they, like I said, they really should have won that game. They're somewhat the better team, but USC just kept throwing long balls. So I'm going to go Utah 55 34. I think it's going to, they're going to beat them pretty good. I just don't know how they're going to score without their. If if their running back is out, which I think he had like a separated shoulder, or some kind of a, a shoulder injury, if he doesn't make it back, they're going to have a hard time scoring, even even on a Washington State defense, which is not that great. Apparently, anybody could score on it. Yeah, I see. I had I had Utah going really like that dark horse team to watch out for to to get in that uh, four bubble. Yeah, both of you had Utah. Yeah, uh, I can't I can't bet against Mike Leach. And Washington State, wow. so, so the Washington I'm, State. I'm the only one that didn't have Utah. I don't think, and, and I picked them. So, all right. Well, I didn't expect to be the only one picked them. That running back injury is is the main reason why I'm on that. I, that's a huge part of their offense, and, and their offense is not really not that great. Like you said, anybody can score in Washington State, but but I, I just don't. I think the drop the drop off is huge from their number one, their star running back to their second string. All right, guys. Game of the week. Mississippi State versus Auburn. Guys, what is up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? The Triple Option Podcast. How's it going, Lou? It's good, going to, ha- good, good to have you back. Yep. It's going pretty good. My Notre Dame Fighting Arts didn't win, but it's okay because I'm still alive. They were so close to scoring that 157 points you said they were going to score. Yeah, and I gave, you know, Georgia scored a little, Georgia scored a couple more points than I gave them, but it is what it is. Hello, podcast world. It's yours truly, Lou Holtz. All right, Lou. We got a, <laughs> we got a tough one for you. I know you, you got some favor with my, with my Bulldogs. Who are you going to pick, MSU versus Auburn? 
you got Mississippi State Bulldogs versus the Auburn Tigers. Wait, so are they the Auburn Tigers or are they the War Eagles? Which one should I call them? I'm pretty sure it's the War Eagles. Okay, so we got Mississippi State Bulldogs versus the Auburn War Eagles. Here's the deal. I said this last week. Auburn doesn't have Sir Scamalot Newton anymore. And Dan Mullen's not at uh, Mississippi State anymore. But here's the deal. I got Mississippi State pulling this one off. They're going to win by 177 points to 32. That's what I'm talking about, Lou. I would love to see triple digits on the scoreboard at Davis Way Stadium. Except it's just not going to be there. Never mind. So, <laughs> but I would love I would love to see it at Jordan Hare. Also, that would be amazing. Is game day? No, game, game day is in Nebraska versus Ohio State. That's going to be yeah. A- you, got, you guys got to know that this is going to be Jordan Hare's on the plane stadium. Okay, so you got to keep that in mind, guys. I'll keep it in. Not game for Auburn. I'm sure they'll whip out their. Uh, I'm sure they got LED lights this week, and uh, I'm sure they'll show those off. This is a tough one. I I can't I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> I have seen our defense play enough games to know that I don't think we're going to stop Auburn's running game. I, I just can't see it happening. I don't know if Tommy Stevens is going to play or Gary Schrader. It really, to me, it doesn't matter. And wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Are you really about to pick Auburn right now? Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm about to. What about the Cowbells? Matt, well, it's at Jordan Hare Stadium, so there can't be no cowbells. You can't, you can't bring a cowbell. They will take it from you oh. for sure. Okay, never mind. It, it's nay on the cowbell, <laughs> eh? Yeah, you go. I, I mean, I've seen people do it I, when I went to Auburn other times. They will just come grab them from you. It, it's frowned upon. So, anyways, I'm gonna go Auburn forty-two twenty-eight. I, I just don't think we can stop the run. Our defense is not good enough. I think we can score with Auburn. Uh, even even against their pretty good defense, but we're not gonna be able to stop their running game. I have the complete opposite opinion on that. I I don't know where Mississippi State gets their points from. Their their offense is is rushing based, and that's Auburn's strength. And I I don't think they're gonna be able to line up man to man and run it against Auburn. They're gonna have to do some trick. Pl- Mississippi State would have to do some trick plays. They'll have to do some to do. They're really they need to attack Auburn in the passing game if they can. But I, I'm not sure that they'll be able to. I think Auburn will just be able to be a really low scoring game. I don't I don't know how Mississippi State scores too too much and I think Auburn will kinda of just run the clock. Just their running game. They'll probably have two people rush for over a hundred yards against Mississippi State. And and maybe maybe this maybe they, they game plan around Bo Nix a little bit and let him air it out occasionally. If 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 Gus Malzahn feels like they they can win this game and still have a couple of errors then maybe they they you know pull pull the leash back a little bit and, and let him a couple extra feet and see if he can toss it around see what they've got but I've got Auburn winning 27 to 17. Yeah I feel the same way I think this is going to be another game for Gus Malzahn to let Bo Nix get his confidence up even more uh, let him throw it around a little bit I've got Auburn really close score to yours Chris uh, 28 to 14 Auburn that could be interesting because me and you have all the same picks. So that, yep. that could be the difference right there. Well, I hope we are all wrong, except for Lou. I hope Lou is correct. I, I would love to beat Auburn at Jordan Hare. I, I just don't see it.
All right, guys, you ready for this? Male or female? This is actually becoming a pretty fun segment of mine. I don't, I don't know why, but I enjoy it. We're, we're glad that you enjoy it. <laughs> you ready, Chris? Ready, Matt? Ready. Ready. All I'm right. W- I'm winning this week. You're, You're going to win this week? Okay. Yeah, it's very All important right. to me. All right, here you go. I had, a, I had a tray of drinks, maybe like 20. I had a lot of drinks on my tray, about 20. As I walked, to slow down, dude. As I walked from the counter, every drink fell to the floor. Was I male or female? Male. I'm gonna say female. Matt. Yeah. You are correct. And we can we can alternate that way. You know we can't just copy each other's picks or if that's all right. I wasn't gonna copy your pick, but sure. Well, no. So Chris, you you will. So I will go. I will answer first this time. Okay. All right. We tried running through a door. Like a football team runs through their banner. Were we male or female? I'm going to go female. I'm going to go female as well. Both are correct. I imagine it didn't turn out right either. Sounds like a bruised shoulder. No, they both got clotheslined. <laughs> she went straight to the she went straight to the ground. <laughs> clotheslined? <laughs> by a door? Yeah. How do you get clotheslined by a door? People are like holding it. Oh. One, one person on one side, one person on the other were holding it, and they ran. They tried to run through it like, you know, like a football team runs through their banner. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they tried to do, and they got clotheslined, and, and it, was, it was pretty funny. Brilliant. Yep. All right, so you will answer first this time. I tried catching a home run ball, went into my glove and bounced out, went over the rail. Definitely a guy. Chris? It's, I think it's got to be a guy. There's, I think softball is out of season. Yep, both, both are correct. Matt, you're up by one. Wait, was this a fan or was this uh, actually yeah, a actual player? Yeah, it was a fan. I think I saw that. Yeah, it was a fan. I guess I should have said it was a fan. All right, question four. I'm in a wheelchair, and I roll up on The Price is Right, and I won a treadmill. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. You um, <laughs> can't make this stuff up. Oh. oh, ouch. That's like just blasphemy. Chris, I think Chris. It? Yeah, it's, it's my turn. Is that yep. it? Yeah, that's, that's it. Female. <laughs> I'm going to go male. Chris, you got it correct. Dang, it was a female. This is tied up. Last question. I don't have a bonus question, so. <laughs> my dad caught a home run ball. When he gave it to me, I threw it back. Was the kid a male or female? Male. I was going to go female, so. Matt, you won. Yes. It was a. It, 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 My the, life is complete. The dad, you could have just saw the dad was just like, "Man, come on, really? I did all this work for you, and then you yeah. give it back? You just give it back? You can't find my song? No, I know. I think I don't know what it is. What, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> my songs know what you did in the dark, something like that. All right, Matt. Since you won, I will now play your song. All right, Matt's favorite segment, you fired. You fired. Honestly, I don't. Know. There's a lot of people we can. There's a lot of people we can put on this list. Who you firing, Bradley? I'm firing myself because I just ripped my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Go ahead, Matt. I have got to go with the Washington State defense and the defensive coordinator. You give up 50 points in the second half and lose to Chip Kelly's UCLA, who is terrible. That's terrible. 
That's terrible. You fired. Just the whole the whole defense. Just just get them out of there. They're, it's awful. They're terrible. Chris, you got one. I'm gonna fire just Arkansas the team. I, I I don't necessarily want to fire the coach because I'm not sure if you can get anybody else in there. But the team in general is just it's pathetic. You can't like I, I, you're right. I don't think they're gonna win another game. They Kentucky might be there or maybe Missouri, but I think Missouri is a, a, way better than Arkansas. So Kentucky might be their only hope to to get a, a single win this season. They lost to San Jose State. Let's just get a bunch of walk-ons from uh, Arkansas. Have like the replacements, you know, for for college. They need something. Mine is going to be Washington Redskins, and I'm putting like a like a little note that they're going to be fired if they do not play Haskins. They could be tanking for Tua. I mean, they they have <laughs> the same record as the Dolphins. But they just gave up a first round draft pick to, for Haskins. Why why would you tank for Tua when you have Haskins and you're not even going to give him a shot? I I I'm a Case Keenum believer. Uh, he didn't play well the other night, and but he is he's played okay in the past. And I'm not a huge Haskins believer, so I, you know whatever. I mean, they're terrible. They're not going to be any good, even if Haskins plays. That's all I got. You got You guys got any more? You fired? Nope. We can only fire Jeremy Pruitt, Pruitt twice <laughs> in one year. <laughs> I'm firing you because you didn't know his name, <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt. That's fine. I'm good with that. So we'll start calling him. Oh, Demi Pruitt. <laughs> Demi Pruitt, you fired. Demi Pruitt, you blew it. All right, last segment. What is you doing? Right now we only got two guys who are on the same team. Houston, QB, Derek King, Derek D. Something, and wide receiver Keith Corbin, who are both decided that they are going to sit out the rest of the year in red shirt because they're 0-4 or 0-3. 1-3. 1-3 because you're, you're not it's, – it's, what it sounds like is they're taking their ball and they're going home. Just hitting the reset button <laughs> on like a video game. But that's exactly what I was about to say. You're playing NCAA – and you're losing twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter, and you're like, "Nah, we'll restart. Let's let's try again. Come on. I mean, what is you doing? You gotta. I mean, there's no respect for your team. I feel oh, like. you're letting you're letting down your entire team because you you're one and three. I wonder I wonder where this is coming from. I wonder if it's actually coming. This is their idea. They're like, I'm tired of playing this year. We're not going to be any good. They they've acted like from from what I've heard that they're actually going to come back to Houston. They're not going to transfer, uh, as far as I know. That's what it sounds like. But is it going to get any better next year? I know that they lost. They they have a new coach now, and it's kind of a rebuild. But they still have they still have talent. But what do you expect? I mean, it's like hitting the reset button. You never know. I mean, it, you probably can't do much worse than than the way they started off. I I, I don't know. Also, when you come back after that. I don't know how you can win your team over af- after kind of pulling that crap, and it's just. It's, it's, it What's going to be right. funny? What's going to be funny? They redshirt and then they won't have a spot. They yeah get beat out. Yeah, they get beat out. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. The only only benefit I see from it is being able to practice and spend more time and maybe getting a better chance to make it in the NFL for like the quarterback. It's the only only thing I can see them helping, but still, I think it's very selfish. Yeah, if I'm the coach, I I don't let them do that. I, if if you don't want to play, then you don't practice. You don't you don't play on the team. It's yeah. It's just I mean, similar to another. What is you doing? I've I've got is uh, Jalen Ramsey. 
for the Jaguars, d- demanding the trade and not getting what he wanted. He's sitting out of practice in games saying that he has the flu. And I, I just I think that's, wow. that's ridiculous. He He's basically taking his ball and going home. And I, I, me personally, I applaud the coaches for not giving in and saying, "Sure, we'll do, we'll bend the knee to you and do whatever you want us to do." And instead, they're, you know, if you don't want to play, you don't get paid. You just sit out, and just he just has to sit there and suffer. That's that's just part of uh part of the con. I mean, you got to play out your contract. Exactly. Yeah, I hate it when they do that. I got one more. Okay. Did y'all see the video? I guess it would have been last night. Of Vernon Davis trying to hurdle the defender. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh my goodness, you need to pull it up on Twitter. It, it, he, you know, you see all these guys hurdling people. I'm trying to think who, I mean, Kylan Hill has done it quite a few times. There was some other running back. Well, who, now, now, wait, what happened again? Now, who is it? Vernon Davis. I, I mean, I retweeted it. Najee Harris is for Alabama has been doing it. Yeah, I mean, you just see him do it all the time. That's, and then that's you got the new. That's the new move that all the running backs and oh, receivers yeah, yeah, like yeah. to do. I, they. I did see that. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, got you got Vernon Davis. I don't know how old he is, but he's an old tight end. He's been playing for forever, and he he takes like three or four steps to kind of like get ready to hurdle, <laughs> and then he jumps way too early, and then he basically just kind of lands right in front of him, and the dude just kind of throws him down. <laughs> it was hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Another one on what is you doing? I know we only had like two people, but now we're just adding them up, adding them up. What is you doing, Rutgers? Punching your quarterback in the face for a celebration <laughs> gets you pumped up, man. It, it's like those guys that hit their hit their uh, faces like without a helmet or anything, and like get blood all on their. Faces. That was a straight up right hook, yeah. right. I, I don't know if that was an accident or planned or what, but I, I I think that that watch that will turn into the new trend. People will start doing that. Maybe not as hard as concussion recalls. That, <laughs> that quarterback didn't even look phased. Like it looked like it was a normal thing. He's just like, yeah, keep going. I mean, the only, the only thing. I can think of is maybe he was trying to do do the thing where they lock the arms. Have you have you seen that where they hit the where they lock arms and hit the biceps together? Yeah, uh, I've seen that, and maybe the quarterback just wasn't on the same page on that one, and just he just clocked him in the in the side of the helmet. I mean, that can't feel good on your hand. I just thought of something else too. <laughs> Go ahead. So we're sitting here. And this is actually a "You're Fired" segment, so a little bit late on that. But did y'all see the? face mask on Miles Sanders for Philadelphia where he basically ripped his helmet all the way around and off and they did not call a face mask. It was on a kickoff and, and the guy grabs it and literally it, it turns it turns his head almost all the way around. Like he almost did a three sixty and then it rips it off and they didn't call a face mask. You know, I thought that, the officiating ref, was getting you're fired. I thought the officiating was getting better, but it apparently it's it's not. Officiating you fired. You fired. We just bounce from <laughs> what did you do I'm talking about what I want to talk about. <laughs> just, just, just cut that, cut that out and Listen place it back in. Just cut that out, place it back in the "You're Fired" section. Okay, I'll do that. All right, guys, that will do it. Episode seven in the books. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Follow us, T Option Podcast. Make sure you give us five stars, even though we are one star. Uh, but still, give us five stars because that doesn't cost you anything. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you always know when a new episode We're is coming We're five stars up. in our heart. That's right. Make sure you soak in all the football you can because the season is a third of the way over. Oh, man. <laughs>